Hi, I'm Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. It's time to shine your light. Hi, Shining Souls. My name is Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. Happy December, Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays. I hope this holiday season has brought you many special moments of comfort, laughter, joy, and always healing. And for those of you who maybe this year, the holidays feel a bit more difficult, know that my heart is with you. Better yet, and most importantly, the many whom love and deeply cherish you from above surround you in the warmth and peace that shines eminently from the light of the heavens. Do the holidays bring out the spirit in you? They sure bring out the spirit from above, uplifting and encouraging our spirits while shining light for our souls. The holidays are a time for gathering, so naturally we think of loved ones and family and family traditions, often reminding us of our loved ones in spirit, even our precious pets in spirit, and not only because of the traditions, but because of the presence. Not the presence with sparkly bows and wrapping paper, <laughs> but presence. The presence of love, peace, laughter, and joy. The true essence of holiday spirit. We tend to feel the light of the heavens. God, Jesus, Mother Mary, the angels, our loved ones in spirit, all benevolent beings working for God that we may not recognize with physical vision, but we do so with soul, soul vision. We tend to feel the presence of light much brighter around the holidays. And why is that? When I was a child, and still to this day, one of my favorite parts about Christmas time is the bright, sparkling lights. When nighttime comes and the ambiance of light warms the room, reverberating tranquility and connection, this stillness has always reminded me of the love and comfort that shines from the light above. This comfort feels like an angel hug. This time of year can serve as a reminder of the presence of light that is very much alive within you and all around you all year long. So when nighttime falls and maybe not all seems calm, we can look within and remember all will always be bright. I am always so excited and truly grateful to share more of what spirit says. So what does the heaven say to you? Spirit talks to you. The light of the heavens is always speaking to your heart. Your voice is sacred and always deserves to be heard, to be seen, and to feel seen. And maybe you feel your voice is being seen, but is it being heard? Is your voice being felt amongst the hearts and the souls of those whom you cherish most? I would like to share a special heartfelt message with you that was shared with me from the presence of light above. The angels share with you that you are very loved. You are always seen and always heard. Don't beat yourself up if you feel lost, disconnected, discouraged, or confused. Seek grace and compassion for yourself, what you would most likely share with your neighbor if they were in your shoes. If you can't see or hear the answers, check your heart. Can you feel them there? The angels can help you listen. They love you lots, and I do too. Times are tough, but your light is strong, even if you feel weak, and is always much brighter than any storm. Keep going. Your light is much needed here. Keep shining. The path is lit for you. Thank you, angels. Light, light, light. Can you see your light in the dark? When we can't seem to find the light we carry within, when we can't seem to hear it or feel it, where do we turn? Who do we turn to? If God loves me, then why wouldn't God love you? 
And if God loves you, then why wouldn't God love me? And God does not love us just because we follow and believe. God loves us for the eternal light that be, you and me. Years ago, when I first started to give readings, I was sharing with a friend that my intention is to always help people find their way to God and to Jesus, the Blessed Mother Mary, the angels, to the light of the heavens. And if sharing messages from their loved ones in spirit who shine with God, meaning who work for God and who walk in the presence of light amongst the heavenly realms, if those messages and connections with loved ones in spirit is what brings them closer to this unconditional love, light, and compassion, ultimately bringing them closer to themselves and in realignment with their soul, then that is my job, to create a safe and compassionate space to share these loving, healing messages and connections. My friend said to me that I should be careful about mentioning God because I may scare some people away who are non-believers. And I really thought about what she said. I respected what she said. Yet I had to ask myself, therefore I had to ask God in the light of the heavens, meaning Jesus, Mother Mary, the angels, and loved ones in spirit who work for God, what I should do. And here's the thing. I didn't ask everyone overnight, nor did I feel I received my answer overnight. I felt my answer right away in my heart, yet I had to come to it in my mind and learn how to share this answer from my full heart. My heart immediately said, there will always be believers and non-believers, but what about those in the middle? I related to that middle ground because there have been many times in my life where either by influence or choice, the connection to myself and to God, to Jesus and the light of the heavens was like looking out a window with a screen. I could see outside, but it was a bit fuzzy, guarded, and a little cloudy until I realized that the screen I had put over my window was nothing but earthly dust, influence, and judgments. God and Jesus, the angels, and loved ones in spirit working for God, all other benevolent beings working for God that we may not recognize with physical vision, but we sure do with soul, soul vision, have always been there and been here and near, safeguarding my heart and soul, patiently waiting without judgment and with respect to intervene and lend helping hands. I removed that screen on my window. I removed the blame, the shame, the judgments, the criticism, the fear and doubts, the confusion, the influence and pressure to conform. I removed the mockers and the doubters. Most importantly, I was able to do so by asking lots of questions, listening for my answers, feeling them amongst my heart, removing myself from situations and relationships that felt intimidated by my healing, which resulted in more judgment and disbelief. I am still learning, still asking, still listening, always growing and always healing. I questioned, what is God? Who is Jesus? What are the angels? Where is spirit? And why do bad things happen here and above? And here's the thing. I still question and I still ask, craving to learn more. Asking questions and believing can coexist. I wasn't questioning the essence of God. That truth radiates so profoundly all around, illuminating body and soul. Rather, I was questioning who I am to God. How was I ever to truly learn grow, feel, develop, and heal this connection if I had yet to ask fully for myself without the influence, judgment, pressure, and criticism from others. Taking this intimate relationship into my own hands 
was now like looking out an open window without a screen. I could see fully through my own eyes, with my own heart, spirit, and soul. This relationship is profound, luminous, even on the darkest of days, and all deserve this sacred, ever-growing, ever-healing, eternal bond. I am not here to lecture or to judge. Rather, I am here to share, to listen, and to encourage, to shine light into each other's hearts. I don't follow a belief system created by man. I am not associated with nor affiliated with religion. I have studied religions. I was immersed in it for a period of time, and I have found that belief in God, Jesus Christ, known as the Son of God, sent here to be the guiding light, savior of humanity, because humanity was straying so far from God, the angels and spirit working for God, all the benevolent beings working for God here and above, that again, we may not recognize with physical vision, but we sure do so with soul, soul vision, this unconditional love, light, and compassion, this is my faith, is therefore why I no longer find myself amongst that middle ground and why I am a believer. Without connecting to God, to Jesus, the heavenly angels, loved ones in spirit, and other benevolent spirit working for God, here and above, I would never feel comfortable connecting to the realms of the heavens and to the spirit world in order to relay loving, healing, and guiding messages from above. The light of the heavens lights my way. What about yours? Times are absolutely tough here on earth. There is not a light that does not feel the heaviness of darkness that exists. Yet, is the weight of darkness heavy, or is it the influence? Because the acts of darkness, regardless of how big or small, can never overtake the light of our life, our essence, our soul. But of course, it can dim this connection, making it hard for us to see, and most painful of all, persuading us to not believe. So if our light can never be extinguished by darkness, then why is the impact of darkness so severe? Because losing sight of the light, losing sight of God, unconditional love, light, and compassion, as human beings, losing sight of Jesus Christ, losing sight of this strength and love-filled and light-filled power and connection leaves room for distraction, disruption, and despair. We are losing sight of ourselves and the impact that we each hold within, therefore leaving our free will out to be controlled rather than harnessed for good, for love and peace, for each other, for humanity and soul. Not all things happen for a reason. The acts of darkness are not destined but influenced by free will that exists here and above and attempts to overshadow the destiny of everlasting light. Accepting that darkness exists is not easy, yet necessary, because only then can we truly understand and realign with the eternal depths of perpetual light, revealing the impact that we each hold in making a difference. Free will is painfully removed from God here on earth, the light, allowing room for darkness to fester, take up space and manipulate, disconnecting us from our lifeline of faith, intercepting free will to work against us rather than for us, disrupting our true mission and purpose, and in essence, concealing who we truly work for, the light, unconditional love and compassion, God. The light is strong, feels no resentment, and carries no hate, eliminating the facade of darkness with its infinite reach and shine, here and above, unveiling the truth and mere distraction of all that is seen and unseen, empowering us to utilize and implement our greatest resource, the light we carry within. 
While darkness aims to conquer, the light is working to heal. Well-nourished and contented by the persistent desire to serve, the light is our energy wellspring, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The light will always happen for a reason, that reason being God, who will always make light out of every and all darkness. The light will always prevail, and so will you. You have so much life to live and so much love to give. I hear that often from spirit to be shared with their loved ones receiving the reading, and I am always so inspired in spirit and encouraged in heart each time that I hear that sweet message, reminding us that we are here for purposes so much bigger and larger than ourselves, yet the little seedlings that we are can bring so much life and light to this planet and to our soul, to one another, and therefore life beyond the stars. We are here for such a short period of time, a snapshot in time and soul, yet this brief, temporary human family existence matters tremendously and stays with us in soul, here and above. You are part of this light mission, you are part of God, and our free will is our guiding compass in which we determine our direction and involvement in this sacred healing mission. If so many of us are removed from God the light, removed from God in heart and soul, that could mean two things. Many of us choose to not believe, and many of us do not know what to choose to believe, highlighting the confused world that we are currently living amongst. And although we are subjected to this confusion, we don't have to be a participant or be part of this blind direction. Rather, we can be the solution to help it heal and change, guiding humanity back on the path of light. But here's the thing, not everyone wants to be part of this light mission, and not everyone is happy about this mission, here and above. Could you guess who that might be? Darkness. And here's the other thing, darkness is not contented with you being part of the light mission. Just because they wish to not be, doesn't mean they respect or relax in that decision. It is constantly fueling their desire and action to bring you down with them. Because they don't care about you or us, they are fixated on harming God, therefore his children, leaders, and followers. And to do this quietly, darkness targets free will. Have you ever seen the movie... The animated version <laughs> of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The more that the people of Whoville were happy and celebrating, joining together hand in hand, the angrier the Grinch became. And even when the Grinch pretended to be Santa, disguising himself as genuine and kind, taking all of their presents, lights, and food away from them, the people of Whoville still gathered together with joy, hand in hand, singing together and joining in with one another, regardless of what was taken from them, because they had the love, the warmth, the care, and compassion of each other, lighting up their hearts and souls. The light is always being weaponized by darkness, disguised as pure, honest, and sincere, when intentionally it is not. Darkness weaponizes all things light. Knowing it can never taint its true value, it aims to taint its value to you. Darkness needs you ashamed, embarrassed, and in fear of God, in hopes you will turn away from God and all whom work for God, including yourself. Accepting the reality that is the battle between light and darkness here on this planet and above is not always easy, but necessary. Being aware and truly knowledgeable provides clarity and denotes fear. Knowing that we have light protection to lean on and turn to physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So, are you triggered by the light? Hearing words like God, Jesus, angels, scripture, prayer, faith heaven, 
maybe even spirit, does that trigger you or make you feel unsettled? How come? First things first, it's okay to ask yourself these questions. By doing so, you're not going against God. And secondly, it's okay to feel however that you feel. If hearing the word God is challenging for you because maybe you are unsure of how you feel about the word God, maybe think of unconditional love, light, and compassion each time that you hear the word. Your feelings are always valid. You are not wrong for having feelings. You are not wrong for expressing them, thinking them, reflecting on them, believing them, or choosing to find healing for them. God encourages us to question everything because ultimately, when we do so with full open hearts, we will find our way to what is all loving, true, holy, and light. And if we still find ourselves confused or maybe manipulated by what we felt was honest and true, the light of the heavens never leaves our side, never judges us for our free will choices, and stands by us, lending us a helping hand and always possible to help us to see the light of our chosen path and all the opportunities to grow and to heal that lie ahead. What I have realized and what I continue to learn is that the angels and loved ones in spirit working for God, Jesus, Mother Mary, the presence of these light-filled beings, have all made me feel safe in doing so, in questioning, reflecting, analyzing, doubting, and believing, without the influence, judgment, pressure, criticism, and disbelief of others bestowed upon me. It's okay to ask yourself these questions for maybe better understanding a loved one or friend. And if a loved one or friend or neighbor or stranger shares with you that these words feel triggering to them or unsettling, that's okay. That doesn't make them a bad person. And it's okay for you to ask them why they feel the way that they do instead of telling them that they should not feel that way. I like to call upon the angels of God, the divine forces of light, specifically the angel of light, the angel of knowledge, and the angel of restitution. These are three of the 27 essential angels that Anthony William, the medical medium, shares with us in his first book titled Medical Medium. I like to ask the angels to help me to see the light of the situation, to share with me the words and the wisdom from the light above, and sometimes that just means for me to listen with my full heart and not say anything at all, but to provide a safe space, just as God, Jesus, the angels, and spirit working for God do so for us. I've asked myself these questions many times throughout my life, and I've had to dissect why the light may have triggered me or caused me to feel unsettled. Knowing deeply in my heart, it was never God that was causing this confusion, so what was it? The light will never trigger you. Darkness will. Darkness wants you triggered by the light. It needs you to repel it because it knows you can never truly disconnect from it, so it needs you to deny it within your heart and mind and in the heart and mind of others. The light is strong, body, heart, and mind, spirit, and soul. The light is infinite and carries such light weight. This is not necessarily about blame. Rather, it's about influence. Influence impacts greatly our feelings of being triggered. And so often when it comes to our own personal relationship with God, we most likely have been triggered by the influence of another. And when you think about it, where do we go to learn about God? We can start within, our own innate wisdom that we carry, that lights our soul and sets our spirit into motion. But what if we feel lost and confused there too? Maybe you grew up with family who did not believe in God, who was very angry and in disbelief of God. 
Maybe you grew up with family who was very devout to God and to religion and who feared God. Maybe you grew up somewhere in between. Whatever it may be, the label of influence does not have to define you or define your faith or belief in relationship with God. So what does God look like to you? You don't need scripture to connect to God or Jesus, but it's okay if you like it, and it doesn't automatically label you as religious. I am not affiliated with or associated with religion. I love God and Jesus Christ, the angels, and all benevolent beings working for God, which to me means working for unconditional love, light, and compassion here and above. I enjoy reading scripture. I enjoy how it challenges me to reflect upon the words and to ask the angels for further clarification and meaning for me to better understand to the best of my ability. Specifically, I enjoy reading the New Testament where we can learn more about Jesus Christ and how he healed and performed miracles with his words and healing touch without force or persuasion, without the need to convince, rather with the desire to heal. My belief system is not one of man, yet one of God. Therefore, my belief system doesn't require a label. When I was in college, I was really chronically sick at the time, so focusing on schoolwork was very challenging. But I was taking a religion class, and the professor was a rabbi and such a kind soul. On the first day of class, he asked us to go around the room and share what or if we had a religious background. I couldn't tell you one thing that my other classmates said because the entire time leading up to my turn, all I could think of and hear in my mind was of Jesus, <laughs> and I was having an entire conversation in my own head. And then it was my turn, and I said that I am a Christian, and the rabbi said to me, of what kind? And I said, no kind. I am just a believer in Christ, in the human being who was sent here as a light on a mission to help heal and serve humanity and bringing us back together as one, without force and without fear, and with unconditional love and compassion, who could communicate directly with God above, who shared these loving, healing, and guiding messages for all, and who encouraged us to do the same in our own special and unique ways. When times are tough, remember that your spirit is strong, your spirit is bright, and your spirit is guided by the light and is always willing to lift you above the noise. Your spirit is eternal in Jesus Christ. Do you know Jesus? I've heard about him, read about him, even asked about him, yet I feel I know him best in my heart. That's where I talk to him and where I listen for his answers. I haven't always talked to him, but always believed in him. I'm not sure I've always known how to talk to him or how he can hear me, but I'm learning as I go and as I grow. The more that I talk to him, the more I can see him when I look to the past, the present, and even the future. I've even questioned what I've heard or read about him, and the answers always seem to be in my heart. If you have learned of Jesus through religion, put religion away for a moment. Would you still know Jesus? What would your relationship be like with Jesus without church and without scripture? Would it still exist? And where would you feel this relationship with Jesus most? Jesus performed miracles with his hands by touch, and yet he also performed miracles with his words. His actions revealed truth and unconditional love and compassion without force, restoring faith and reviving stifled and suppressed connection. Even when darkness tortured Jesus in hopes to completely eliminate him and his light, his heart, his mind, his touch, his words and wisdom, they were mistaken to thinking that they could ever remove his soul, his eternal spirit and light. If you struggle to believe or connect to stories from the past about Jesus in the Bible, I hear you. Maybe think about the present. 
Have you had any visions, dreams, or even messages from directly connecting with Jesus? Maybe it was a dream, a feeling, a vision, hearing a message. Maybe that message from Christ came through someone else, like your child or neighbor. I have called on Jesus many times throughout my life, and I truly realize the impact that Jesus has in protecting us physically and helping us to heal physically, mentally and emotionally, but spiritually. Just last year when I was to learn just how powerful asking for the help of Jesus really is. I was in my kitchen, probably making celery juice or some really yummy medical medium recipe, <laughs> when I felt a man in spirit stepping forward and stepping a bit too close to me. Now, this man wasn't technically in my kitchen. He was overstepping spiritually in my mind and soul. He had recently passed away and his death was very tragic with a lot of questions around how he actually passed and what was the true cause. His energy was frantic and heavy. Without respecting my space, he wanted me to feel what he was feeling. He was trying to overtake my body so that he could speak through me. I don't allow this. This is not the way that I work as a medium. And personally, I don't find it necessary, nor do I find it safe to work this way. So I am trying to tell this spirit that he cannot overtake and speak through me. For reference, this is referred to as transmediumship, which again, is not how I communicate with spirit. So I kept asking this man in spirit to go away and to please come back when the time is appropriate for him to step forward. He was ignoring me and I could feel him trying to take over. I started to feel strange and I looked over to my cat and I felt like I couldn't recognize him in my mind. Yet my soul was battling this spirit to step away and to respect my space. And he kept ignoring me. I started calling out for Jesus to help me, loudly. <laughs> I asked Jesus to please come take this spirit away from me and to help me. And if he needs to return to share a message with a loved one, for him to please do so with respecting my space, boundaries, and process. Out loud again, I said, Jesus, please help me. And instantly, I felt a rush of warmth go through my entire body. I felt a rush of light. And instantly, in that moment, that spirit was gone. I looked over at my cat and welled up with tears <laughs> and hugged him immediately. I was to find out later on that this man in spirit was looking to talk to his loved one who had a reading scheduled for just a few hours later in the day. The spirit of Christ guards our hearts and our minds. So if you find yourself in a difficult situation, ask Jesus for help. There's no prerequisites required. It's okay if you've judged Jesus before even having a conversation with him based on what others have said about him. Because when you think about it, have you ever judged someone before meeting them or before even talking to them based on what others have said about them? Of course we have, if not for any reason other than protection. But then sometimes when we do get the chance or opportunity to meet with this person and have our own personal conversation with them is when we can really determine how and what we feel and why. If having a conversation with Jesus, with the angels, or even with your loved ones in spirit seems difficult for you because we may not technically hear their response as if you and I were having a conversation now, I understand. But try to pay attention to your heart. See what you feel. How does this conversation make you feel? What comes to your mind as you share your genuine curiosity and desire to make this connection? Okay, now let's get to the fun part, sharing stories about spirit. <laughs> 
It's funny how when we think about the heavens, whether it be God or the angels, loved ones in spirit, even our precious pets, it can feel so mesmerizing. And maybe that's because there is so much wonder that surrounds them and our thoughts about them and where they are and how we can still connect and communicate with them, how they can see us, yet we can't see them with physical vision, but we do so with soul vision. We can always feel them within our hearts and this connection with the light of above feels as if we've stepped out of the revolving door, the one that we live amongst here on earth at this time, and puts us in line with our soul and the everlasting connection that is the soul. A few years ago during a reading, a father stepped forward in spirit to share messages with his son who was receiving the reading. The father and son had a strained relationship before the father passed on, and the father came through during the reading, and he was sharing his apologies and his regrets with his son. In fact, the father brought up a very specific story from years ago when his son was a teenager. His son was very athletic growing up, playing sports, which was exactly what his father wanted him to do and pressured him to do, and yet he also enjoyed dance. And the father in spirit showed me a ballerina dancing, and he said to his son that he was sorry for never acknowledging his love of dance and for giving his son such a difficult time about it. The father in spirit was raised in a military family and wanted to acknowledge to his son that although while he was living, being from a military family was the basis for his behavior and often was to be accepted by his kids for how and why his attitude was what it was, and now, seeing with soul and spirit, the father wanted to acknowledge that there is no excuse for not showing compassion and love. He then showed us the scene from The Grinch, the animated version, <laughs> when the Grinch's heart expands and is no longer two sizes too small and is yet three sizes bigger. When we can see the depths of love and compassion, kindness and care that we are capable of, why wouldn't we want to access this? But here's the thing, darkness knows this, so it works really hard to interrupt this natural connection, infiltrating the food we eat, the water we drink, the air we breathe, constantly sourcing ways to interrupt this connection so that when we face physical and emotional challenges, making the outcome and the recovery most challenging, pulling us away from our true selves and pulling us away from the light, from God. When our loved ones in spirit share with us a message that illuminates just how present they are around us, it's like we step outside that revolving door we are in here on earth, mentally and physically. Sometimes it's overwhelming how intense it feels to see or to hear and feel just how validating their presence is. The same is true with God, Jesus, the Blessed Mother, Mary, the angels working for God, and all other benevolent light beings working for God. Feeling this heavenly presence is profound and transformative. It takes off the sunglasses that we've been wearing that maybe we didn't even realize we had them on at all. Recently during a reading, a husband in spirit stepped forward to share messages with his wife receiving the reading. Right before the reading ended, I started to feel some pain on the left side of my face around my jaw. The husband said to me that his wife just got back from the dentist and to tell her to keep up the lemon water. It will help her. So I said to his wife, does your mouth hurt? Are you having some jaw pain from the dentist? Because your husband says to keep up the lemon water. 
and his wife started laughing hysterically because she said her jaw's been bothering her all afternoon since coming home from the dentist that morning and held up her cup in front of her and said, I have lemon water in here and I guess I'll go make some more when we're done. <laughs> and it's truly amazing how our loved ones in spirit know just how to let us know that they are around, witnessing exactly what we are going through. And like this husband shared with his wife, every breath that you take, every move you make, just like the song, he will be watching her with lots of love. My father and I were talking recently and he said to me, spirit often apologizes during readings. And he said he wants to make sure he doesn't have a lot to apologize for when it's his turn. <laughs> and I said to him, well, if you have the option to see it all, to see all the ways that you can show more love and compassion, true kindness and humility, would you do so? It's like spirit now has a bird's eye view of life, of soul, the past, the present, even future, depending on free will. Instead of spirit looking at you and just seeing your physical being, they can now see your soul, all of what you carry physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, because it's all connected. And yet when we deny this connection here on earth, we are denying ourselves access to this eternal bond. Faith, connection, and belief does not have to be perfect or polished in order to communicate with the heavens. Visitations from the heavens happen in a flash, yet live on within our heart and soul forever. The essence of time ceases to exist during these brief yet transformative connections. A few years ago, I was in the passenger seat of the car as my husband was driving, and it was a gloomy day, and we were headed back home from running errands. I asked my husband to take the back roads. One road in particular always reminds me of the heavens, Jesus and Mother Mary in particular. And just off the road, but still visible, sits an old bench, surrounded by green grass and trees. To me, the bench always feels enclosed by more than just nature. I am not sure who this bench technically belongs to, but it seems to emanate that all are welcome. Although I have never physically sat on the bench, my soul sometimes finds its way there through meditation and prayer. As we drove by and as I looked out the window towards the bench, I felt the urge to close my eyes. Just as they shut, I found myself sitting on the bench with the Blessed Mother. Her presence is warm and deeply loving. She reached over and held my hand. We were smiling at each other, letting what felt like our hearts talk, soul to soul. What felt like hours was only seconds, and in the blink of an eye, the visit was over. I looked over to my husband and said, did you see her? He said, see who? May we seek the light. May we be the light. May we shine the light. Our loved ones in spirit and the light of the heavens share with us messages and signs to let us know that they are around to help us to heal, find closure and comfort, but also to help us believe and to encourage us to not deny this eternal connection, but to be open to embracing it, therefore learning and adjusting to how we can communicate with it. We have been here many times before. The cycle of our soul has lived many lives, and stored within our soul is this truth and understanding. So our loved ones in spirit who are working for God, meaning who are sharing messages of complete love and compassion, are eager to help us realign with this connection. Think about what these healing messages do for us. 
and then maybe try to think about what they do for our loved ones now in spirit, in soul. Healing happens amongst both places because working for God, the light happens amongst both spaces. It's just that the avenue to express this work here on earth is a bit different than above. And we can see this before we even take our first breath of this life. Do you ever think about how we can see life after death, but what about life before our first breath? Our soul is much wiser than we realize, and this human life existence, this human life family here on earth, allows for us to explore this wisdom in human form and all that it has to offer for us. So when we apply light nourishment, meaning healing foods, fruits, vegetables, herbs, leafy greens, and wild foods such as wild blueberries, each resonate, communicate, heal, uplift, and inspire our entire being, unearthing innate knowledge and wisdom starting with our soul can you think of the greatest gift that you have ever received or can you think of a gift that you were so overjoyed to give to someone just knowing how much peace and happiness this gift could potentially bring to them ironically for me the greatest gift that i have ever received is also the greatest gift that i have ever given medical medium information this information provides us with the greatest gift of all, healing, health freedom, true health care. Compassion, that's where it all started for me, how my healing journey truly began. The first time I heard Anthony William, the medical medium, talk about the spirit of compassion. The first time that I read about the spirit of compassion in Anthony's first book titled Medical Medium. Talk about a spiritual experience, transformative. I am sure many of you, like myself, have heard the word compassion many times throughout life, and yet it wasn't until reading this information, these living, light-filled words from above, that I ever truly connected to its real meaning. Those glorious moments when you first connect to medical medium information, connecting to the humble prophet of our time, Anthony William, to know that such integrity, honesty, truth, love, compassion, light, strength, perseverance, hope, and faith exists at this current time here on earth in human form will lift your spirit up so high and from there it will never come back down to where it was. Sure, it may get bumped and bruised, but awakening to this light, to this truth, to this divine mission sent from God above to help us answers to all of our prayers to alleviate our suffering physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. When you connect to this information for the first time, that profound experience, those cherished moments become pillars of light for you, for your physical body that loves you unconditionally, for your spirit, your heart, and your soul, hydrating every mental and emotional drought with pure living water. And then once you start applying this information to your life, which means adding pure light nourishment by not only incorporating healing foods such as fruits like bananas, lemons, limes, oranges, and melons, vegetables like potatoes, cauliflower, squash, leafy greens such as kale, spinach, and butter lettuce, herbs like arugula, cilantro, and parsley, wild foods such as wild blueberries and aloe, but understanding the truth, meaning, and purpose behind this light nourishment is profound, not only in body and mind, but on a spiritual soul level, providing real light change in the world here and above. 
Our hearts are troubled, our minds are weary, and our bodies are aching, dehydrated in spirit and uneasy in soul. Yet by the grace of God, we can heal. We can always heal. And medical medium information lights the path for us to shine. The holidays are a magical time of year and yet can be really challenging for those who are suffering with chronic illness, symptoms, and conditions. Judgment and criticism arises around those who go against the norm, and the pressure to please others and avoid conflict can outweigh the severity of how someone is truly feeling. Now more than ever is it the time to share gifts of compassion and healing, gifts that are life-giving, life-changing, and life-saving, rather than gifts that cause harm. If you are searching for the perfect gift for a loved one, friend, neighbor, or stranger, consider gifting them the lightest and brightest gift of all, messages from above, from the spirit of compassion, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual support all wrapped up in one. The Medical Medium book series, which consists of the books Medical Medium, Life-Changing Foods, Liver Rescue, Thyroid Healing, Celery Juice, Cleanse to Heal, Brain Saver, and Brain Saver Protocols, Cleanses, and Recipes. All are available online, in stores, internationally, as well as Kindle editions. If you can reconsider gifting scented products such as candles and soaps, perfume or cologne, chocolate, and chemically-based toxic food, even alcohol, which all cause harm and havoc to our health and well-being, deeply triggering for those who are chronically ill and suffering with symptoms and conditions, would truly be a gift to consider the health and well-being of others, even our precious pets who become exposed to all of these toxins as well. If you are listening today and are interested in learning more about medical medium information, but are having difficulty accessing any of the books in the medical medium book series, please reach out to me on my website, marissaspiritual.com, and I would be so happy and grateful in assisting you to access this life-saving information. If you have any questions about medical medium information, I also offer a free one-hour Zoom session to discuss all things healing and all things healing with medical medium information. This podcast wouldn't exist without medical medium information because I am not sure how much I would be existing right now without it. Not a day goes by that I am not eternally grateful to Anthony William for being the messenger of our time and for relaying the sacred, advanced, profound healing information decades ahead of time, saving lives and returning to us vitality, longevity, and connectivity, allowing true light change to happen on this planet. I share with you my favorite quote from Anthony William, the medical medium, who says, for the light that stands in the way of the darkness. Because Anthony William and his information from the spirit of compassion from God sure stands in the way of darkness, and to be healing with and sharing this information with one another sure does too. If you are wondering what would define chronic illness, symptoms, and conditions, here is a list of symptoms that people think are normal but are not normal at all. Constant anger and irritability, acid reflux, acne, bloating, constipation, IBS, bad breath, earwax, anxiety, depression, brain fog, being tired all the time, being exhausted when you wake up in the morning, having difficulty sleeping, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, 
itchy skin, stuffy nose, face pain, constant hunger, not being able to concentrate or retain information, allergies, hot and cold temperature fluctuations, tingles and numbness, headaches and migraines, PMS and cramps, dry skin, and much more. Instead of blaming these symptoms on aging, we should acknowledge the real root causes, which is our body is responding to the influx of toxins, pathogens, poor quality foods and lifestyle products, radiation and environmental exposures, and the excess adrenaline that is stressing out our entire being, lowering our immune system and harming our mental and emotional well-being. Without proper nourishment and knowledge, our bodies become flooded with poison and toxins, affecting us not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. These symptoms reflect that your body is in need of cleansing and is aching to heal. With medical medium information, answers are freely available to us, visible and in plain sight. These symptoms are not a result of your family history. Your genes are not why you are sick. You are not sick because you are making up for a past life karma. God did not make you sick. There are real reasons all around us, not theories or guessing games that we hope stick as to the answers as to why we are suffering. There are simple answers and even simpler solutions to heal which medical medium information provides for us. Have you listened to Anthony William, the medical medium on Telegram? Telegram is an app that you can download on your phone where you can leave voice messages, like telegrams, <laughs> and it's really neat because these messages are from the heart and are truly special. They feel like bonus chapters to all of Anthony's books, and Anthony recently left a message on Telegram about emotional wounds, and this message was profound and deeply moving for me. Four years ago, I was guided, introduced, and awakened to medical medium information. Celery Juice was the first healing instrument to join my choir, followed by Anthony's first book, Medical Medium, which changed my life, saved my life, and continues to provide profound healing, cleansing, and protection each day. These books, the messages, and information are healing tools, the pure, living, light-filled words from above, from God, unconditional love and compassion, are alive and hold space for you. These living words are what pulled me up from decades of emotional damage from feeling less than, difficult, and complicated. When those feelings come sneaking back in from time to time, again, these words are what lift me up, hold my hand, and light the way. Emotional wounds are real and painful, leaving scars on our soul, and there is no age requirement that grants us immunity to them, and yet, by the grace of God, we can heal. We can always heal. If you are a parent or guardian of a child, teenager, young adult, adult, who is suffering and struggling with ADD, ADHD, or autism, my heart is with you, and I promise you, healing is possible. There are real, honest, and true answers here and available to us, for us, that don't turn the blame onto you or your child, yet highlight the root causes and reveal natural and safe solutions to truly heal, igniting dormant faith, rekindling hope, and unveiling innate wisdom. To be here, alert, awake, aware, available, and always healing because of this sacred information is truly a gift, the most cherished gift of all. Your body loves you unconditionally. Your body never gives up on its mission to heal you. Your soul is strong and infinitely bright, and your light is honored, welcomed, and much needed here. 
How we choose to nourish, protect, and heal our physical bodies is the most spiritual connection that we can choose to embark upon and embrace here on earth. Healing with this sacred information feels like the older I get, the less I age. The more that I learn, the more that I heal. The more that I face toxic exposure that used to be surrounded with confusion, fear, and doubts, I now feel empowered more than ever, knowing that I have the knowledge, resources, and tools to turn to, medical medium information, for the highs and lows that we inevitably face during this human family soul journey. You may not wish to connect to this information, and that's okay. That is your free will and your sole choice. But maybe there is someone out there that you know who is suffering. A loved one, friend, child, neighbor, stranger, even our precious pets, who has tried everything. Went to every doctor, tried every diet, has been prescribed every medicine, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, drained and desperate to be out of pain, who no longer wishes to have chronic illness take over their life. Medical medium information is the saving grace, health freedom and health care that truly cares and truly heals our guiding light as we navigate this human life existence here on earth. If you have lost faith in this world, in humanity, in God and the angels, even in yourself, medical medium information is there for you, and I am here for you too. Medical medium information comes from God, spoken through the spirit of compassion, and is revealed to us here on earth by the medium, the humble prophet of our time, Anthony William. So let's keep healing, let's keep healing, and let's keep shining the light. Sending you all of my love and healing prayers, with lots of love and gratitude, it's time to shine your light. From the bottom of my heart, from all of the love and compassion within my soul, thank you so much for listening. Thank you.